0: Tell you what's it do and you Dare be sour? Clap for your world famous.
2: <coughs> How the fuck does Big E do that bullshit? Ah, oh. horror <laughs> right, for dummies time. I, ch- I had the plans for the best fucking intro. I was gonna full copy of the New Day, awesome shit, and <coughs> I've been smoking a lot lately, so. <laughs> Nice fight. Horror for Dummies time. Welcome to episode 89 of Horror for Dummies. I'm your host Tim, and with me is. <laughs> fucking it up. You hell. right? Yeah. With Die me. Quietly. With me is my wife, the bell from hell, Jelisa. Hello, everyone. Yeah, you can. You got the husky voice, so you can do it. Thanks. Oh man, we are back here once again in 2019, but. Today, or tonight, or this morning, wherever you're listening to this, we are travelling back to the world of the 1980s, and this year, we're f- I mean this... Back to the world. Back, back to the year... <laughs> Shut up. Back to the year 1988, and we're going to be discussing a little film called Pumpkin Head, which uh, I haven't seen since I was like 13 or 12. I'm now 31, uh, almost 32, and it's been that long since I've seen it. Did I? Did, do I think it still holds up? Did I enjoy it? Or oh, you're gonna have to wait till later to hear it? And Jalisa's never seen it before. Yep. So we're gonna get her first opinion, uh, first watch opinions mm-hmm. on that um, movie. Oh man, <clears throat> we just tried to go live on Facebook, and when I say try, I mean fail. <laughs> I I don't know how to use Facebook Live. If if anyone out there is listening. Can you, and, and does Facebook Live and all that shit, can you explain it to me? I I, I get, like, you, I can see comments, but I don't know who's watching. I know how many people are watching, but I don't know who they are by name.
1: Yeah, or is it only when they comment that's when you know?
2: Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe it's different in Australia because we're fucking backwards. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Please help me. Help! Help this spastic learn technology. It's 2019. I should be on my A game, but I'm not. I suck at technology. I don't even know how to use fucking Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> count me out. I have no idea how to use Twitter. You get to speak with uh, celebrities. I don't know how to use it.
1: You pretty much just tell them random <coughs> shit in your day, and then hashtag this, hashtag that. Oh, I'm sick I of it. I think that's how Twitter works.
2: You think so? You didn't even know. I'm
1: pretty sure that's the gist, though. Well, Instagram's pretty much the same, (laughs) just with
2: photos. (laughs) This podcast is off to a raving start. Two Australians (laughs) trying to talk about technology. We have no fucking clue. (laughs) We're
1: (laughs) we're learning.
2: We ride kangaroos over here, so we don't know anything. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, we have a... uh uh, I wouldn't say it's our best show planned, but we have a decent show. I mean, don't leave us or anything. Like, stick around. We have some. We'll have some fun.
1: Yeah, well, you don't tell the people that. You got. to am just saying. Suck them in, I'm man. just
2: saying. It's not like we're, we're reviewing Jaws or something. Like we're reviewing Pumpkinhead. Oh, like, shut it's up not with re- your jaws! It's not regarded as like the best horror movie of all time. <sighs> but is it good? We'll get to that. On top of that, we have the usual bullshit with the news and the uh, and the madness the madness franchise fights, <laughs> or oh, we're gonna get to that. Some people have some explaining to do.
1: Tim's gonna cry.
2: <laughs> if people listened last week, they know exactly why I'm gonna cry. Oh Joe, why don't we just start this goddamn show?
1: Let's do it. I think we've um, (laughs) bragged and you've coughed enough. Yeah. So let's do it.
2: Um, So let's talk about what horrors have you done. (laughs) What horrors have you done? Jalisa, I'll let you go first. (laughs) Because I'm a kind, gentle husband that does things nice for his wife. So you can go first. What horrors have you done this week?
1: Um... Been checking out more of our Nuke's Top Five haunted ghosts creature, whatever he likes to upload, those videos on YouTube.
2: Wait, wait, hold stop right there. People probably have no idea what you're on about right now, so let's explain what this shit is.
1: Okay. It's on YouTube. It's a YouTube channel. It's called Nuke's Top Five, which people send in (laughs) videos that have happened to them or that they have cited, Mm -hmm. and he puts them in top five and puts them out for people to see. And it's a lot of paranormal and ghosts and scary shit.
2: He has different, like, top five things, scariest things you see in baby monitors, top five Bigfoot videos. Uh, There's heaps of them out there. Can I just cut you off right now, quickly? I have seen my fair share of horror movies over the years, and Julissa works nights at times, and... There has been a few nights this week where I've put the kids to bed and I thought, I going to watch some of those top five paranormal ghost videos just because. And I did that, put the kids to bed and I like to fuck with my head hard. I like to get scared. And um, I, I shut all the lights off in the house, uh, except the TV light, of course, and I sat down and watched it. Now, where our lounge chair is, behind us, there is a hallway. Um, <clears throat> and I was watching these ghost videos. I... I, I can say right now that there were times when I was frozen with fear. Some of these videos fucked me up, like horrified me. And like a lot of them, I had to keep looking behind me to see if anyone was in the hallway staring at me or if there was a fucking shadow person just like standing there. Some of these videos are creepy as fuck.
1: Mm-hmm. That's why if I'm watching them, I always go to the corner bit of the lounge. So the walls behind you, not mm. the hallway.
2: I did that, but then I get scared that someone's going to peer around the corner and stare at me.
1: Oh, don't that. And that's that. scarier
2: because then you've got no place to go. <laughs> <laughs> and because I'm a big fat fuck, it takes me like five minutes to get off the lounge. So by that time, that shadow person's already got me. <laughs> so <laughs> just remember that next time you sit in that that seating.
1: I could just picture you going, oh, fuck, and rolling over the back of the couch.
2: Thanks. Yeah, that's, that's good. Oh. You're going to dream well tonight.
1: <sighs> um. Another one I watched was actually with you was um, Paranormal Activity.
2: The first Paranormal Activity.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Still a fan. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You sound I enjoy you it. sound unsure about yourself.
1: It's still scary, like the shit that happens.
2: It it is. I've seen it that many times that it's kind of like I know what's going to happen, so it doesn't scare me anymore. Mm. That is another movie that fucked me up hard when I first saw it. Mm. Um, I still love it. There's so much hate with Paranormal Activity. Hmm. I don't get it. I think people are jealous. Jealous? Jealous that they didn't think of the idea first. Well,
1: <laughs> at the end of the movie, I love how they have no credits. So you're actually left there going, was it actually real?
2: Yeah. Stupid people like me <laughs> sit in the theater and like, I wonder if, I'm pretty sure it's fake, but I wonder if it's real.
1: Yeah. I thought the same. You're not alone. Ah,
2: you're stupid too. Thanks. Well, hey, uh, 90% of people out there are also stupid because you believed in the Blair Witch Project. And don't sit there and go, no, I didn't. You fucking did.
1: You would have at first too. I
2: definitely did, straight Hmm. up. So did I. Everyone did. I don't think there's a person I've spoken to who didn't believe the Blair Witch was real.
1: It was like found footage,
0: like legit. It came out
2: at the perfect time. Hmm. Like right before the internet... Um, when facts were hard to find and all that bullshit. So, yeah, it was believable. Plus, you had people fucking telling stories, like saying, oh, I knew someone who knew someone who knew someone, that that actually happened. So...
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay, what have I seen? Have you, have you finished?
1: Uh, for now, yeah.
0: You all
2: go. Right. I, uh, okay, we're going... I've, I've done my I've done my homework this week. I'm going to give you the Netflix recommendation and the, uh, the old film. So... The Netflix recommendation for this week is the Taking of Deborah Logan. This one is a found footage film and follows a documentary documentary crew <clears throat> uh, covering a, a documentary, of course, about a patient with Alzheimer's. But something may be different with this Alzheimer's patient, and she she may have something a little bit more than Alzheimer's.
1: Just
2: a little, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed this one. This one's good. Oh, this is the second time I've seen it, but the first time I saw it, I was really zoned out, so I wasn't really paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a fan of of uh, of found footage. What do you think about found footage?
1: Um, if it's not too shaky and wobbly, then it's okay.
2: Yeah, there are some out there that's like, really? Why Why do you even bother? Yeah. Um, like <clears throat>
1: Cloverfield. Like, okay,
2: going back to Paranormal Activity. I like that found footage because for the most part... It's the, still. Yeah, and you can tell what's happening. Uh-huh. Uh, in this one, there are a few scenes where it's like, oh, come on, that's too shaky. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes you out a little bit. But the story of this movie is pretty solid. I dig it. The acting, though... My God! Whoever plays the character of Deborah Logan—I can't remember her name. She does a phenomenal job, and you see her naked, which isn't a good thing because she's an old lady. Is it actually her? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm—I'm I'm If it's not, that's well done. Hmm. actually—it might—it couldn't. It might not be her. I don't know.
1: They could have just imposed her face on another
2: body. Possibly. But anyway, the the acting on this old woman is really, really good. She she plays creepy. So well. So well. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, All right. My Fill in the Gap movie, which is uh, movies that I am trying to catch up on from the 80s or earlier. Uh, I checked out a movie from 1981 called Saturday the 14th. (laughs) And? Look, okay. I got this because I... um, I saw I saw on one of those horror groups on Facebook about someone talking about it, saying it's um it's good fun, it's nostalgic, and all that stuff. And the cover is a oh, it's like a cartoon um a cartoon like uh, Universal Monster type feel to it. Oh, yeah, it's got yeah. Dracula in the center, and um and yeah, but the plot is a family moves into a house inhabited by scary creatures and a number of close calls ensue. That's a fucking horrible plot. Hmm. That gives you nothing. (laughs) So these these people move into this house and there is a book in this house that is kind of like the Necronomicon but instead of releasing Deadites, it releases basically universal monsters. (laughs) That's cool. And uh, and that's basically the plot. This is a, a parody film. If I've ever seen one, it's ridiculous. It, it knows what it is. It makes fun of itself. Uh, it's cheesy. The costumes are fucking horrible. The acting's even worse. Uh, it only, it only goes for about an hour and 17 minutes. So it's only short. Uh, yeah, about an hour and 17 hour and something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only short, but at first I was enjoying myself. Um, but after a while, I'm like, oh, all right, this is basically a scary movie from the '80s, <clears throat> is what okay. I got. There is a scene in it. Okay, there is a teenage girl in this movie. She's probably thirteen, fourteen, yep. around that. She's like, she's developing breasts. Yeah. But then, I don't know. They're like A cups, right?
1: Yeah. So they
2: could they they could grow more.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. But there is a scene, right? And she's pretty. She's a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a scene where she is taking a bath. Okay. Um, and you see her strip. Yeah. And there was a part of me, I'm like, I don't know if I should really be watching this. I feel kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, but how old is she? Is she legal? Because, like, it's, it's 16. <laughs> the age. <is laughs> I'm coming off creepy. Here. You are. <laughs> the, age, the age, the legal age here is 16. So, I can jack off the 16 year olds.
1: Ew. <laughs> Don't even! You're fucking disgusting.
2: I'm now gonna get arrested.
1: Ew. There's
2: not gonna be an episode next week.
1: You no. know the guy from Horror <clears throat> for Dummies? <laughs> no,
2: in all, in all seriousness, they're. And you know how, like, in Friday the 13th movies where, like, girls take their clothes off, like, getting ready for a shower, and they kind of zoom in on, like, belly buttons and, like, back of the thighs and stuff like oh, that? Side boob. Uh, Not so much side boob. Well, yeah, I know what you're saying, but not in this. Um, They did a lot of those sexy shots, and I kind of felt creepy.
1: Because she's so young?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I I was like.
1: Yeah, I I don't understand why they did it on such a young girl. That is a bit weird.
2: I know, I know. And I checked up the director. It's a no-name director who's done basically nothing, Um, but he's no Victor Salva.
1: Yeah, but I guess back in those days, they didn't really care for that stuff, like that creepy-ass fucking host that you show me. Yeah,
2: true, true. But either way, it felt kind of weird watching that. Um, But what happens next is kind of cool. You see the creature from the Black Lagoon.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Come up in the bathtub. Who
2: who is, for some, a full-grown creature from Black Lagoon man is just hiding in the bathtub.
1: (laughs) She she didn't notice? No.
2: Even (laughs) (laughs) though she turned it on? Yeah, it's 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 fucking it's ridiculous. The but movie. Did he
1: climb out the drain and just lie there, I, waiting I, for a scare? I
2: guess so. He must have came out of the drain or something like that. But yeah, um, Saturday the fourteenth. I gave it a four out of ten. Okay. I I say skip it. It's it's stupid. Hmm. So, uh, I've got two more things to talk about. Do you want to have a go?
1: Um, I was just gonna say we brought some pops today. Some more horror pops for our collection.
2: Oh, the Funko Pops. We did.
1: So I um, added more to my um, Nightmare Before Christmas pops. I got Lock, Shock, and Barrel.
2: Yes, you did. Yeah. And you've already broken one, you motherfucker.
1: Shock decided to fall off her box onto the floor, and her leg snapped off.
2: Did she fall onto her box?
1: Possibly. I'm guessing she fell onto her leg because it broke.
2: Julissa, you're being creepy again.
1: (laughs) So now I'm gonna to have to try and glue that motherfucker back on. Yeah. But anyway, what pops did you get today?
2: <laughs> sounds, call them Funko pops, not just pops.
1: What a Funko it sounds, pops!
2: It sounds like we're like collecting old people. <laughs> I um, <clears throat> and for people out there who don't like Funko pops, whatever.
1: They're <laughs> I cute.
2: I don't care. They're cool. I. Finally found Baghead Jason, which has became basically extinct here in Australia, but I found him and I got him. Mm-hmm. And I also uh, finally finished my Jaws Funko Pop collection. I now have the three characters plus the shark and um, I'm happy. And I'm you're a ha- one happy boy. I'm a happy boy. Now I have a whole shelf dedicated to Jaws merchandise. So, yeah. I
1: shall put a photo up on Instagram.
2: Do it. Do it. I will. All right. I'm going to talk about a new film now that I checked out, which is called The Night Sitter. Uh, this is really new. Uh, just come out. and On Netflix? No. I had to acquire this by other means.
1: Okay. Uh, Say no more.
2: Yeah. This one is a uh, Interesting. It's um, it's a lot of fun, actually. I didn't mind this film at all. It has a real <clears throat> 1980s feel to it. Speaking of the 80s. Um, <clears throat> sorry, guys. I'm just cleaning my throat here. as has a real 1980s feel to it. The start has this score that just reeks of John Carpenter, which nothing gets me harder than a good old 80s score. You know? Mm-hmm. That real... Um, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think
2: John Carpenter films, and you know what I mean. It's a decent little indie horror flick. There is something about this film and colour, though. Every scene in this movie had, like, a radiant colour present in this film. It w- w- what, wash
1: over the whole screen? No, or? no, no,
2: like, like a light shining from somewhere was, like, a shade of green or a shade of red or blue, whatever. Um, much like Suspiria. Uh, okay. It, 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 it radiance... It, it resembles uh, Suspiria from the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I and I liked it. I liked it. This is a very pretty film. Mm-hmm. Cinematography was great, and just the color palette was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. The story, though, it's um, it's decent. It's kind of run of the mill. Which story? Cr- think, think, um, think. Lord's of Salem crossed with the Babysitter. <clears throat> it's okay. basically what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's filled with a lot of gore. Uh, Over-the-top ridiculous gore. So, And don't take this movie seriously because it's somewhat a horror comedy. But I I had fun with this. Mm-hmm. I did. I it won't make my top ten or anything like that. But I gave it a seven out of ten.
0: That's I, still
2: pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Yeah. So check it out. The Night Sitter. I'm glad I watched it. Mm-hmm. A few people out there are talking about it at the moment. So yeah,
1: Okay.
2: I uh, decided to check it out and I'm glad I did. Yeah, yeah. All right. Last thing I've got to talk about is Supernatural.
1: Supernatural? I'm
2: I'm 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 getting back on
1: okay I've
2: jumped on I watched two episodes this morning I am at uh, season 13 and I believe season 15 is the last so I thought I've come this far they uh, they they're, they're wrapping up they're done after 15 seasons I believe it's 15 seasons yeah I could be wrong though I think um, it
1: I think it's
2: 15 <clears throat> yeah if I'm wrong I'm sorry but <clears throat> I thought I've come this far Let's continue going, cause there was a time where I was kind of done with it. I yeah. was over it, but I watched two episodes of season thirteen, and I'm pretty hooked. Yeah. Now I think I'm back on board. I missed I missed the Winchesters, and I'm having a bit of fun with it. Okay. So yeah, season thirteen, I'm gonna smash it out. They're all on um they're all on Stan. Are they. So, well, season thirteen is. I've got to acquire the other two seasons somehow.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I know a place. Don't so worry. So on
1: stand they've only got season thirteen. No,
2: they've got like season one to thirteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I
1: can sit there and rewatch it.
2: I mean, yeah. I haven't
1: seen a lot of it.
2: I mean, I've got the box set behind me, but that's one to five. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. Um, I'll I'll keep you updated, guys. I'll continue watching. Supernatural season 13 and I'll keep you updated. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is it for what horrors. Oh, sorry. You got something?
1: I was just going to jump in and say, um, sorry, listeners, if you can hear the wind and everything in this microphone, it is blowing a fucking gale here. Yeah. That's coming down our chimney. If you can hear that noise. Yeah. So if it's really loud, sorry, not sorry.
2: Yeah. Why aren't you sorry? Sorry. Um, it's not my fault. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy cold over here at the moment, and it's fucking going nuts with mm. wind. Um, yeah, so... Anyway, uh, let's... Let's go into the Horror for Dummies news feed. This is Horror for Dummies breaking news.
1: Coming in with Horror for Dummies news this week, our first story... The trailer for the animated Adams Family is out now.
2: I'm gonna let you go first since you are a massive fan of the Adams Family movies. So thoughts, Jolisa?
1: Um, I don't really know what to think with it. I think it could be fun, but oh, I don't know. I feel like they're gonna change a lot, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I so. Was yeah, watching, and I was like, yeah, it, lo- it looks fun. Um, yeah. I don't like how Gomez is fat, though. Why is he fat?
2: I don't think he's fat. I you think don't it's need just,
1: to be fat. i think short.
2: <laughs> I think that's just the animation. <laughs> uh, okay. My, my thoughts are, I, I wasn't really... I'm not a huge fan of The Ovens Family. Like, you are a much bigger fan of, of it than I am. This one doesn't look bad. It
1: it seems like a lot more comedy.
2: Yeah, it's got a very Hotel Transylvania vibe to it. Mm -hmm. um, But it doesn't look bad. I don't really... I'm not really on board with the animation. Wednesday's head just seems weird. Really It's really long. long. Yeah, it's really long. But, I mean, the cast in this is pretty full on. You have, like, Finn Wolfhard.
1: Who's he? Pugsley?
2: Stranger Things, it. No, I meant... Is he Pugsley? uh, Yeah, he's Pugsley. You have... Charlie's Theron oh, as Morticia. Charlie's Theron. Yeah, um, you have you have Chloe Grace Moretz as Wednesday Adam. Ooh.
1: You that have makes
2: it better. Catherine O'Hara as Grandma Frump.
1: Catherine O'Hara. Uh,
2: Home Alone, Beetlejuice. Oh the yeah, mum yeah, from yeah. Home Alone. right, right, right. Uh, Who else do you have? Oscar Isaac as Gomez. I don't know who Oscar Isaac is. I know that name, but. Um Bet Midler. Really? Who's she? She is grandma.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. You have Snoop Dogg as it?
1: Oh god.
2: That really? will be interesting.
1: It doesn't How? I don't know. <laughs> In the movies
2: he's like well, maybe he's going to go, what's up, my nigga? <laughs> <Schneezle, Soap>. my <mariezel. laughs> chill. <laughs> I don't know, that'd be weird. I don't know, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of on board with this. This is just something that I can take the kids to. So. Because in the trailer,
1: too, it looks like Wednesday, Adam slowly starts to change. Y-
2: yeah, yeah, true, but her friend starts to change as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I, I, I won't be the first in line to see the cinemas.
1: No, I, I'd like to see it.
2: Will you be the first in line?
1: No, maybe not the first, Yeah, I'd I'd like to see it. I think it could be good fun.
2: I think so, too.
1: Open mind, right? Yeah,
2: exactly. If you like Hotel Transylvania, I say give it a go.
1: Hmm. Next story. Oh, yes. Right. Uh, Our second story, Funko release a Rob Zombie Pop.
2: Funko Pop, Jalisa. Remember to say Pop.
1: You just got Pop here.
2: Well, fuck! Don't leave all this I said, news.
1: I said Funko at first.
2: Don't leave all this news for me. You're the you're the news broadcaster.
1: <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. I read what's presented fuck in front you of are me. I do. I'm, I'm gonna, Ron Burgundy.
2: I'm going to write the most stupid thing next week. <laughs>
1: I'll probably read it then at the end. Be gonna,
2: like, hey. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm Jalisa, and I'm a poopy head. My nipples
1: went to France. <laughs>
2: All right, Funko Pop release uh, are releasing a Rob Zombie mm. Pop. It looks pretty dope. I've got to say. Mm. If you're a Funko collector, this is one that you might be interested in.
1: I like the X on its head.
2: Yeah, it's it's uh basically Rob Zombie from Hillbilly Deluxe, I believe. Um I don't know when it's coming out though. Yeah, they haven't really said it's when it's coming out. I don't collect any other Funkos besides horror Funkos, but I mean, you can. I guess you can classify this as horror.
1: Well, he'll kind of fit in there, wouldn't he?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested. He looks pretty dope.
1: I'm actually surprised they haven't brought out any Devil's Rejects pops.
2: They do. Captain Sporting is out. Really? But he's like rare as fuck. And yeah, I've, very I've never seen him. Yeah, you can find him on eBay, but he's going for like 150 to 300 dollars.
1: Jesus Christ! Yeah. So oh, like, wow.
2: same with Sam from Trick or Treat. Oh, I he's, haven't even thought yeah, of him. Yeah, he's rare as fuck. Oh. Like, if I saw him at the shop and he was like $50, I'd fucking buy two of them.
1: For
2: $50? Yes. Because they're going for like 300 each on eBay.
1: Oh, so you keep one, sell one? Hell
2: yeah. <laughs> Make money.
1: <laughs> Make a profit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next story.
1: Our third story... Trailer for the gore version of Tammy and the T-Rex is on (laughs) bloody disgusting now.
2: Hell yes. If you don't know what Tammy and the T-Rex is, you need to get your ass over to YouTube, type Tammy and the T-Rex in and watch that movie because it's the most batshit insane movie and the funniest fucking thing you've ever seen in your whole life. (sighs) Do you want to see a T-Rex try to use a payphone? Of course you do. You're nodding yes, I know you are. <laughs>
1: and you can literally see the hand in the suit.
2: That that's clearly rubber because the fucking arm's bending. This Tammy and the T Rex stars Paul Walker and Denise Richards, mm-hmm. who's hot Denise Richards, not like now Denise Richards. Um and it's it's there's so much shit in that movie that just is funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they are uh, they releasing a the the proper version of that movie, which is filled with insane amounts of gore.
1: Good, it should have been the first time. Yeah,
2: they tried to sell it to like the mainstream. Um, which blows my mind because this movie is so fucking strange and weird um, <laughs> yeah, and it, a lot of it doesn't make sense but yeah, anyway yeah.
1: you've got to see past that
2: oh that's right the T-Rex does sign language to Denise Richards
1: and she believes him within like a minute
2: yeah <laughs> do you want to see a T-Rex do sign language yes you do then go it's, and watch Tammy and the T-Rex on YouTube
1: I don't think it's sign language it's like
2: uh, um, what's that game?
1: It's like, what's this? What's that sound? But like with a picture.
2: Yeah, what's it called?
1: Guess who? Guess what? Oh, fuck. I can't I remember.
2: Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. So the, uh, the trailer for the gore version of Tammy and the T-Rex is on bloody disgusting right now. And you should go and check it out because I, Why not? Th- this one's coming to like, uh, Blu-ray or DVD, something like that. From vinegar syndrome, it's gonna cost a lot to ship over here in Australia, but I really want it. <laughs> this would be something to to make the the in laws sit down and watch.
1: Really? <laughs> yes. After. I just I'd
2: love to see their faces
1: after it. They'll be like, "What the fuck did you make me watch?" <laughs> yeah. Like I'd like two hours of my time back. <laughs>
2: exactly why I, this should happen. Anyway, uh, any more news?
1: That's it with news this week. Back to you, Tim.
2: Cool. Let's get into the goddamn fucking matchups. The um, madness. Should I get the tissues? No. I've already done my crying. (laughs) Um, The madness. Now. The franchise fights continue. We are on the hunt to find the greatest horror movie franchise out there. Last week's matchup was the Halloween franchise versus my favourite, the Jaws franchise. Um, This one, we had a lot of people just come out of nowhere and vote. I see what you fuckers did. I see a lot of you fuckers what you did. So let's go into the comments of what people had to say about these two franchises. Abraham, this is going to determine who's my friend and who's not. Okay. Abraham Ram says, I like Jaws more than any Halloween film. But the Halloween franchise has a couple of films I watch more often throughout the fall season. Well Abraham Ram is off my off my Christmas card list. <laughs> no, fair fair dues, Abraham. Thank you for your comment. Renee J. Davis says my vote is purely based on the fact that the first jaw is Far, and far is spelled in capitals, superior to the first Halloween film. Renee J. Davis, if you didn't if you weren't already my, my blood relative, I'd marry you. She's not my blood relative. We I just know. Have, we just the share same this. last name. Yeah, But I'm a fan of you, Renee. Lance Langford from the Horror Returns podcast, and you should, you should be checking them out. He wrote, Just Jaws. When a film is in my top ten of all time, I simply have to go for that franchise. Lance, you are my best friend in the world, my my Texas brother, and I love you very much. Um, Alan, Alan got to do it. Alan, Alan, cha cha. He says Mike is gonna stab. Uh, oh, sorry. Mike is gonna wade into the water and stab Jaws. No, Alan, you're wrong. Stop trying to stop trying to make shit cool. You're not gonna do it. <laughs> Go away, Alan. <laughs> I love you, Alan. Rob Humphrey says I enjoy the Jaws movies, even the stupid ones, but they aren't in the same league as the Halloween franchise. And it's four separate timelines and three different films titled Halloween. That makes it a bad franchise, Rob. It's too all over the place. It doesn't know what it's doing. Therefore, bad franchise, Jaws at least knows where it's going. It follows the same family, even to the Bahamas.
1: Yeah, and it roars.
2: Which is just purely cinematic genius.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Whenever else do you see a shark roar?
2: Jaws are revenge only.
1: Yes, honey.
2: <laughs> Zim Vader says Jaws would own him in the water and wouldn't give two fudges about all the stabbing. Zim, you are the best. Thank you very much. Rang Ridgeway says, "I'm sorry, Tim." Well, so I'm you know, guessing
1: he went Halloween.
2: Yes, he did, and he is disowned. Uh, Warren Money says Michael Myers. That's all he said. I oh, did comment on it. He said, "Tim, more consistency in the Halloween series." Really. Wow. No, there's not. <laughs> and more entries. Okay, fine, there's more entries, but yeah. that doesn't make it a good franchise. It's sure, the Thorn storyline sucks, but if you look at the better Halloween's 1, 2, 3, 4, H2O. And 18. Don't to Halloween H2O. (laughs) And compare it to the Jaws franchise. Well, Jaws 1 and 2 are masterpieces, but 3 and 4 are as good as Halloween 5, 6, Resurrection, and the abortions known as Rob Zombies 1 and 2. I disagree with you, Warren. You are completely wrong. Jaws The Revenge is better than Halloween 1. There. I said it.
1: Wow. Yep. Ooh.
2: I'm going to get shit for that. I don't yeah, care. is my opinion. I would much rather watch Jaws of Revenge than watch Halloween any day of the week. <sighs> Honestly, that's my honest opinion. Dun,
1: dun, dun.
2: Uh, Jaws of Revenge is just fucking chocolate for me.
1: Chocolate. I can
2: watch it whenever I want.
1: Mm. It's also orgasmic.
2: It's so good. Uh, Daniel Day, ugh, he says Halloween shit's all over Jaws. Daniel Day doesn't know shit about shit. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
1: Shut up, Daniel Dave.
2: <laughs> anyway, the, the people have spoken. We had one hundred and seventeen votes. Oh, that's
1: uh, a lot. Yeah,
2: which is like one of our biggest ones yet. And 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 guess who won, Lisa? Guess who fucking won this goddamn match? I
1: <sighs> am guessing. Oh, let's see. Hmm, Michael Myers.
2: No, Michael Myers did not win it. Halloween. Halloween did win. I would have loved to swerve you then and just said, "Yeah, Jaws won." Haha. <laughs> but no, Halloween franchise wins. It's moving on. Jaws is. <sighs> I'm so upset about this. I really wanted Jaws to beat Halloween. How can Halloween beat Jaws? It's a shit franchise. I'm sorry. There are singular movies in that franchise that are masterpieces. I will agree. But a franchise as a whole is so all over the place. It's discombobulated. It doesn't know what it's doing. Half the people that made the movies don't even know what Michael Myers is. It's just a shit franchise.
1: He's heating up over here, guys. I am.
2: I'm going to have to go cool down.
1: <laughs> Ooh, usa, Fuck you, usa, Michael Myers. You,
2: you're, you're not getting my vote. I don't care who you're up against yeah. next time. You're not getting my vote. <laughs> Fucking Halloween. The, the thing is, I'm a fan of Halloween. The, <laughs> some of the movies. Not all. But, god damn it. Anyway, let's go on to this week's. <laughs> this week's matchups. <clears throat> this one is going to be fucking tough, man. Really tough. All right, so we have...
1: Friday the 13th versus Hellraiser. Oh
2: my God.
1: What's wrong with this one?
2: It's hard. Actually, now I think about it, it's not that hard. I'm going Friday the 13th.
1: So am I. <laughs> it was easy for me. It, it,
2: it, it's much like... Okay, Friday the 13th is a much better franchise than Halloween... Because it follows the one timeline... Unlike a certain other franchise... Halloween, fuck you... (laughs) Uh, Hellraiser... uh, uh, Some of the movies are really good... But a a lot of them aren't... You know... Um, And a lot of them are kind of boring... And I lose interest in them... Friday the 13th... While very similar... It's still a lot of fun It's a popcorn film at heart It is And it's a lot of fun I'm, I'm going Friday the 13th on this So am I, um, I Who would you take uh, on characters though? Jason or Pinhead?
1: Um, I'd take Jason Just because I like him He has a soft spot in my heart
2: See that, one, that one's a tougher question for me
1: Is it because you like the look of Pinhead better?
2: I like the whole concept of Pinhead I have Pinhead tattooed on me but then I have Jason tattooed on me as well. <laughs> um, you, you didn't make that argument easy. No. Uh, oh, man, that's fucking hard. I is think it, Pinhead would win in the fight, but... Yeah, he's
1: like a hell... What
2: is he's he? He's a hell priest. There you go. Um, well, he's a demon to some, angels to others. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably Jason. I'll, I'll probably just go Jason. But, yeah. Look, we're taking Friday 13th. But it's not up to us. Once again, it's up to you guys. Because if it was up to us, Jaws would have advanced last week.
1: Okay, okay, let it go. It's gone.
2: If you guys want to vote in the uh, franchise matchups, go over to the Horror for Dummies Facebook page. Or you can just simply go to horrorfordummies.com and it will take you there. And there you will see the poll and you just click on which, uh, which picture which franchise you want to win mm-hmm. and uh please write a comment as to why you chose that yes it's always fun to read people's opinions
1: we are interested we
2: are joyce it's time to go back to 1988 and talk about the movie Pumpkinhead. are mm. you keen are you in are you interested
1: i'm keen let's do
2: it all right let's go feature presentation in the year of 1988. Jaleesa, did you know in 1988, I turned one years old? You did. I was born in 87, and November of 1988, I turned
1: one. I wasn't even born yet.
2: Yeah, you were like, you weren't even a sperm. No, I was an egg, or whatever you are.
1: I, I would have been you, in my you, dad's balls swimming
2: around that's somewhere. That's true. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you were in your dad's balls. 1988. I don't remember this year at all. I mean, I was one. Who the fuck remembers when they are one? So, but I have notes here on what happened in 1988. Did you know that 1988 was a crucial year in the early history of the internet? It was the year of the first well-known computer virus, the 1988 internet worm. Yeah, interesting. January 17th, Australian soap opera Home and Away premieres with a pilot episode. The first, to people who don't know what Home and Away is, it's basically like, the young and the restless for Australians, so it's shit, <laughs> but it's giving you stars like Chris Chris Hemsworth and. Uh, A lot of people
1: still love is Isn't it still going? It's still
2: going, yeah. That's crazy. Ninth, uh, January twenty-six, The Phantom of the Opera, the longest-running Broadway play ever, opens.
1: The longest running.
2: Yep. Okay. The most popular Phantom, uh, the most <laughs> popular Broadway play. February 13th to the 28th, the 1988 Winter Olympics are held in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Um, so that's interesting. Mm. August 28th, 75 people are killed and 346 injured in one of the worst air shows disasters in history at German's Ramstein Air Base. When three, get this, when three jets from the Italian air demonstration team um, collide, sending one of the aircraft. Sending one of the aircraft crashing into a crowd of spectators.
1: Oh fuck! How
2: fucked up is that? (laughs) Imagine just sitting there going, "Oh wow, what a cool show," because that's how Germans speak. And um, and (laughs) then just (laughs) yeah, (laughs) (laughs) du hast. They're just dying. Yeah. Um. But we also had a few deaths in 1988, As, as as every year has deaths. Roy Orbison dies. Of a heart attack in Tennessee, age 52. Do you know Roy Roy Orbison is? No. He's that guy.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: He's, he's a... A, a guy. He's a musician. Okay. Um, Bruiser Brody. The American professional wrestler Bruzy, Bruiser Brody passed away. His death was... Uh, he was mm. murdered. Oh, really? Stabbed after, after a wrestling show. So, From yeah. what,
1: an angry fan?
2: I can't remember well, if it was... this he lost his match? No, I can't remember if it was a fan or if it was another wrestler. Ooh. But yeah, there's a full documentary about it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. He was um, the inspiration to my favorite wrestler, Goldberg. So yeah. Uh, Anne Ramsey passed away in 1988, August 11. Do you know the name Anne Ramsey? No, I don't. You would know her well. She is the one that you get confused that's either... You don't know if it's a man or a woman. Oh. The mum from The Goonies.
1: <laughs> I seriously
2: think it's a man. It's not. Her name's Anne. No man is named Anne. Could have changed that, <laughs> it. <laughs> I, she, it's, she was... It, I, I it love,
1: baffles me. It really does that she's a woman. She's
2: a, a manly looking woman. Anyway, she's a great actor was a great act- actress she was she was so good in the goonies i loved her hmm. the other death which was really really upsetting was heather o'rourke you would remember her from the film poltergeist they're here uh, the, little girl. the little girl yeah sadly she died before died away. that
1: came out right or was no. before the second one was made
2: uh she filmed the second one i think just after the premiere of the second one she passed so, yeah. Didn't that, she get murdered? No, no, no. You're thinking of, um...
1: Oh, Ducky from...
2: Yeah, no, it's not... Yes, it's Ducky, but you remember her from Jaws of the Revenge. Oh, yes. <laughs> I
1: can't
2: okay. remember her name, but yeah. Heather O'Rourke, American child actress, <clears throat> passed away. Really sad. But in, in, in saying that, um, we had a lot of people born in 1988. A lot of famous people I'm talking about. Do you know Haley Hayley Joel Osman was born? Uh, really? Do you know who that is? No.
1: I oh, see dead people.
2: A little boy from the Sixth Sense.
1: Ah. Oh. Born in
2: 1988. Brooke Hogan. Hulk Hogan's daughter, who has slept her way around the wrestling ring.
1: <laughs> Michael
2: Sarah was born in 88.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Um, Conor McGregor.
1: I know that name.
2: Irish UFC fighter. It's fucking awesome. Sounds familiar. And uh, someone who shares the same birthday as me was uh, born in 88, so she's a year younger than me. Emma Stone. Oh. Born November 6th, which is my birthday. You know what's really depressing? All these people are a year younger than me, but have a lot more money than me. Yeah. Conor McGregor is in... I, I can't even tell you how much money he he has. But yeah, he has a lot more than me. And he's UFC. I, He retired from USC, I believe. But yeah, he has a a few million more than me. Uh, So a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Films that came out in 1988: Die Hard, which is a a lot of people's favourite Christmas movie. It is not a Christmas movie.
1: Was it the first one released in
2: '88? Yes. Yeah. Not a Christmas movie. Not my words. Bruce Willis's words. So yeah, fight him, not me. Beetlejuice came Mm. out in 1988. My, one of my favourite movies, Willow. Okay. God damn, I love that movie. But uh, on the horror side, we had They Live with uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yep. We have the remake of The Blob, which mm-hmm. is so good. And we have probably, uh, I'm, I'm going to go and take a guess that most people's favourite horror movie from 88 is Child's Play. Yeah, probably. So, Yeah. But a lot of cool and interesting music came out in that day that you can probably hear pumping in the background now. So I don't really go into it. But of course, there was another movie to come out in 1988, which was, of course, Pumpkinhead.
0: Mm hmm. Free raising the dead ain't within my power. Will it be alright?
1: Should I be afraid?
0: It's coming! Looking for an old woman. She lives somewhere in the mountains hereabouts. All she can do is take you straight to hell. You go home and you bury your boy. Some folks will say it's how she's got powers. Who are you? Ed Harley. What do you want, Ed Harvey? Saiyan You're looking for vengeance. Vengeance. Saiyan. There's no graveyard. Way back deep in the woods. The thing you're looking for is in there.
2: It was an accident. Ah!
0: Ah! It's gotta run its course. Now it begins. It, begins. it
2: begins. Keep away from Pumpkinhead, unless you're tired of living. His enemies are mostly dead. He's mean and unforgiving. Laugh at him and you're undone, but in some dreadful fashion. Vengeance he considers fun and plans it with a passion. Time will not erase or bolt a plot that he is brewing. It's when you think that he's forgot, he'll conjure your undoing. Bolted doors and windows barred, guard dogs prowling in the yard won't protect you in your bed. Nothing will. From Pumpkinhead, how fucking cool is that? It
1: is cool. I like it.
2: That poem was was like has been around for years, and that poem inspired the movie Pumpkinhead.
1: Oh, so that was first.
2: Yep. Yep. Come from? I can't remember who it's come from, but yeah.
1: I would have thought it was made after.
2: No, no, they use that in the uh, actual movie.
1: Okay. So,
2: Pumpkinhead from 1988 comes in at a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb.
1: It's pretty good.
2: Yeah, considering like not many. Like, if you go up to a random person and say, "Have you seen Pumpkinhead?" Chances are most people are going to be like, "What the fuck is Pumpkinhead?" Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of a ridiculous title. I'll say it. I
1: like it. I like
2: it, but yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, it's silly. Like, it's nothing... Like It's not, like, the best title in the world.
1: Like, you don't really know what to expect when you hear it. But I still like it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, The plot of Pumpkinhead, for those people who don't know what Pumpkinhead is. The plot is, after a tragic accident, a man conjures up a towering vengeful demon called Pumpkinhead to destroy a group of unsuspecting teenagers. Mm. That's a pretty good plot. Yeah. DB, you did well. This stars Lance Hendrickson as Ed Harley. And uh, do I need to go in with who Lance Hendrickson is? No. He's Bishop from the uh, movie Aliens. Yeah. So, yes, I, I kind of need that. He's now. Yes, he is. <laughs> we have Jeff East, who, who played Chris. He was uh, one, of the, one of the kids. He was in the movie Superman, the original Superman. He played young Clark Kent. We have John... Oh, fuck, how do you pronounce that name? John Diacuino. Very good. Who played Joel. He uh, hasn't really been in much. We have Kimberly Ross, who played Kim. <laughs> Joel Hoffman, who played Steve. Cynthia Bain, who played Tracy. And Florence Fleur who played Haggis, who is, of course, the witch. Who sadly died in 2017 at the age of 97. Fuck, she had a oh, pretty wow. good run. 97, wow. Um, and we have a lot of other people who yep. appeared in this movie. I won't say starred because, yeah. This was directed by Stan Winston. Now, if you don't know who Stan Winston is, he is, in my opinion, the best special effects makeup artist to ever live. I honestly put him above Tom Savini because Stan Winston has created some of the most iconic Characters in films such as the Predator, the Terminator. He did help, um, he did help make the Xenomorph from aliens. He didn't create it, but yeah. He's done Jurassic Park. Uh, fuck, man. There are so many things that that guy has done. Avatar, uh, Iron Man, uh, countless, countless things. Um, so he's, on Lake Placid. He did the crocodile from Lake Placid, Mm -hmm. Congo, um, Leviathan, the Monster Squad, yeah, he's done a lot of things. But like, I just love him because he was the man who made Predator what he looks like today. Yeah. So this was um this was his first directing credit, Pumpkinhead. He's gone on to direct other things such as um a gnome named Norm, which I've never heard of. He did the uh, Guns N' Roses video for You Could Be Mine, the Terminator Two, Guns N' Roses video.
1: Um, I uh, can't think of that on the top of my head. Yeah.
2: he did. Oh, you like this? Michael Jackson's Ghost video. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And he did the short for Ghost, which is Michael Jackson's song. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, he's done a lot of great, great things, and uh, he's. Uh, oh, he also did, He also made Fat Bastard from uh, um, Austin Powers.
0: Mm. Yeah, I could
2: go on and on about what this guy has done. Uh, sadly, he passed away in 2008 at the age of 62, which uh, really, really That's upset really me. That's really young. Oh, another thing he did was uh, the the hillbillies from Wrong Turn. Okay. That was where yeah. I got familiar with his work, and I became a massive fan of his. Mm-hmm. So I was super crushed when I found out that he passed away. But shit happens, I guess, you know?
1: Yeah, unfortunately.
2: All right, so Pumpkinhead. Uh... Now, I said before that I haven't seen this since I was about 13, so a long time. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've never, to this day, I've never ever seen any of the sequels, and there are a few out there. (laughs) How many? Uh, I don't know. I can't tell you off the top of my head, but there are a lot out there. Okay. There's not like as many as the Amityville Horror, but there are a lot. But um, yeah, so I haven't seen this since uh, years and years and years. Mm Mm-hmm. But Julia, so you've never seen Pumpkinhead. No, I haven't. Do you? What did you know about Pumpkinhead before going in and seeing this?
1: <clears throat> I just know he was a big, cool-looking creature. That's it, really.
2: So you knew what Pumpkinhead looked like?
1: Yes, only because I've seen um, pictures and stuff.
2: Okay, Um, because there's like a picture of Pumpkinhead that's in our living room. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Um, So you didn't know anything of the story or how Pumpkinhead came to be or what Pumpkinhead does to kill people or anything like that? No, not really. Okay, well, let's just jump into it, Jill. Um, I'll let you go first. Tell me your thoughts on Pumpkinhead. Take your time. Are you trying to conjure up your thoughts? I um am. This isn't looking good for the fans of Pumpkinhead right now.
1: Um, My thoughts on Pumpkinhead. I really liked the look of him. I thought he was cool. It was weird that he had a tail.
2: Why is it weird? I
1: don't know. I don't know. It's just weird.
2: Very like, much like a xenomorph.
1: Yeah, that's the vibe that I got when I was watching him.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, But with a pumpkin head. Yes. It's funny. Um, uh, The acting wasn't that great in it. To be honest, yeah. Um, I enjoyed the story. Yeah, I thought it was good fun.
2: Overall, did you enjoy it? <laughs> yes. That's what we're sorry. At. <laughs> okay.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did.
2: You seem very unsure with yourself right now.
1: No, I, I enjoyed it. Speak the it. truth,
2: Joe. You can tell me if you didn't like it. No, it's fine. I liked fine. it. I liked it. Would you watch it again? That's the big question.
1: Yeah, I will. Not anytime soon, but I would watch it again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is like a perfect Halloween film. Like, to sit down in the month of October and check out Pumpkinhead. Yeah, yeah. Which we should do. Uh, Okay, I'm going to come in with my thoughts. And after seeing this for the first time in over ten years, I... You know what? Scratch that. I'm going to tell you about the first time that I saw Pumpkinhead. um, Because I remember it pretty distinctly. There is a scene in this movie... Sorry, pause right there. Before we get into it, guys, we are going to spoil this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come straight out with it as as, a, as, as uh, something that happens in this movie. So if you haven't seen Pumpkinhead and you are interested, shut this off now.
1: Go and watch it, then come back.
2: Yep. You've been warned. So... I remember watching this and I remember that the little kid dies in this. And I remember feeling really disappointed with the way the kid dies mm-hmm. when I was watching this. I was I was kind of like confused as to how this kid died. I mean, in the movie, it looks like he just got knocked over by a motorbike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't really look like anything bad, but eventually he passes away. Yeah. And I remember the whole time when we were planning to watch this, I, was me- I remember her thinking... I hope my views have changed. I hope it's not as bad as I remember. Yeah. And I, I, when watching this recently, like the other way, the other day, it kind of bothered me even more. Yeah, yeah. And we'll get into that a bit later. But as a movie as a whole, I kind of I, I enjoyed this. I did. There was a lot of scenes that I didn't remember. There were scenes that I um I found really really good. The set, um, the set designs in this movie are so good. Mm-hmm. This atmosphere is incredible. Who, Stan Winston, top-notch. Whoever did the set designs in this movie it deserves an award. Because this, this is set... I don't know where this is set. Somewhere in America, in a small country bumpkin town. But they really brought the feel out for this movie with they the did. set designs. And... Um, Pumpkinhead, the character of Pumpkinhead is not called Pumpkinhead because of his looks. He's called Pumpkinhead because he was born in a pumpkin patch. Yeah. Well, he comes from a pumpkin patch, and that set where where Ed Harley digs up the the grave of Pumpkinhead just looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Then you've got the uh, the the witch's house, which just looks like a basically a. a A mud cave that's been hollowed out and just... It looks awesome. I love... It's
1: an actual house.
2: I know, I know. I'm saying it looks like something that's just been found, you know?
1: Yeah, I love the look of her too.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, A plus for set designs and everything like that. The movie as a whole, there were... like, Look, the acting is bad. Yes. (laughs) Uh, There were some scenes of Lance Henriksen doing good. But as a all-around um, performance, it's not his best. I think he excels as Bishop in Aliens. In this movie, not as much, which is funny because I was reading reviews and a lot of people were praising his performance in this. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, uh, uh, and we'll get into that a little bit more about when the kid dies because it really bothered me. Yeah, that that scene. But the the kids in this movie really really need acting lessons. And um, I I, I'm not one to talk because I can't act. I'm not a professional actor or anything like that. I've never been in a movie. But these kids uh, are on par with me. <laughs> like, they <laughs> shouldn't be getting paid to act, you know? Um, but as a whole, this movie's fun. Yeah. And as I said before, it's a perfect Halloween Feel movie. Mm-hmm. It's got everything that you want in a Halloween season movie. It's got a big monster. The atmosphere is awesome. You've got you've got the typical horror fog bank coming in. Um, the score. Oh my god, the score is so good. This once again brings out the real country bumpkin feel to the movie. It makes you feel like you're in where it's set. Yeah. With, uh, with the real... It's got a real comedic kind of country feel, tone to it.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
2: love that. Anything with a twanging banjo and all that stuff, I, I love. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, what about you, honey? What else would you like to talk about? Uh,
1: let's go in with the, um, the scene of the kid now. All right. Let's talk about that.
2: All right. Well, okay, let's just recap exactly what <laughs> happened to this kid. So... This father owns a, a grocery store. A, yeah, a grocery store on the side of a of a road, mm-hmm. um, as one does, and he runs it with his son because on the sign it says Harley and Sons,
1: which he wrote in red text up. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, and, and the start of this movie is really, really sweet. Like you get the real um, relationship between the father and the son, and they have a really, really strong relationship, mm-hmm. and I love seeing that on film. <clears throat> You know, I love, I love a relationship between a dad and a father because I never had a dad, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, I love how it sets up. It's got a really, really strong relationship, but then what happens really bothered me. So these, these fucking jerk off kids come from, um, from out of town.
1: Yep, and come, city kids. Yeah,
2: city kids. They come to the uh, country town to ride their motorbikes and do backflips and Yahoo and, and drink fizz and pop and all that shit and have a raging good time. But they're jerk-offs.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Especially one character who's a massive jerk-off. Yes. <laughs> he um, he decides that instead of uh, sitting, sitting down and having a break, nah, he's going to get on his motorbike and perform some tricks in front of the girls because he's the bad boy in the group. Yeah. And... Uh, he does this, and and he's pretty good. I'll give him that. And the characters also give him that. They say he's pretty good. But the father, Ed Harley, has to, uh, has to leave to pick something up from his home that he's left for a customer. Mm-hmm. So he leaves his son, and his son's probably, what, six, seven?
1: Yeah, about that.
2: About that. Six, seven years of age. He leaves him to run the shops. Because it's the 1980s, and that's what you did back then. You left your kids to run your business. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but um yeah, so he leaves his, uh, his kid to run the business and, and the kid's a good kid. like he has got a good head on his shoulders and he's doing the right thing. Yeah,
1: tells him to stay inside.
2: yeah, of course. yeah, but the kid has a dog, and this dog is not a good dog. He's a bad boy, naughty dog. and this dog decides that <clears throat> he wants to chase after these motorbikes.
1: Yeah, because
2: that's what dogs do, I guess they they're stupid. So the dog runs after the motorbikes, so the kid follows, and then the kid gets in a way of, of, of these motorbike dudes doing a stunt. And from what the, the film shows, is basically this kid just being knocked over by a bike. Mm-hmm. And you don't really see much. There's no real blood or anything like that. It's just there's a few scratches on his head, and that's really it.
1: See, when I seen it, the bike was coming down, the angle what they made it look like it was going to land on him. Uh, Yeah, and I
2: think that's the the, the direction they were going to go, but it just didn't... I mean, you can't really drop a bike on a seven-year-old kid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, but they could do trick shots of the bike landing before him and then him going down the same time.
2: Yeah, I know, I know. You could cut it, like, edit it better. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it really kind of took me out of how this kid got knocked over. Anyway, so the kid gets knocked over. Um, <clears throat> there's six kids all together. Six of these motorbike kids. Um, let's call them six adults.
1: Three girls, three guys.
2: Yes, that's right. Um, so, perfect for gangbang. And oh, um, and five of these kids want to do the right thing. But there's that one guy who was on the bike who did the the deed and killed this kid that... Uh, that has a, a warrant out for his arrest. Oh no, he's on probation. Sorry, he's on probation from
1: another uh, accident.
2: Another accident, of course. Uh, who who wants to do the runner? Because he I ain't going to jail for no kid. Yep. you know what I'm saying. Um,
1: so he takes off on his bike. Yeah. Oh no, puts his bike back and takes off in his car with his girlfriend.
2: Yeah, with his girlfriend, who's uh, who's whipped by the boyfriend. Yes. Um.
1: Then none of them have a phone. <laughs>
2: Well, it's it's the 1980s, honey. Yeah, I
1: guess. Mobile phones weren't and he didn't have out. one in his shop. Um, did they? Did no, he? He didn't.
2: Well, that's that's why they
1: decided to run back to the. Yeah,
2: okay, that's right. The cabin. That's right. Yeah. So, so five of these kids want to do the right thing, and they cover him with blankets and all that stuff, trying to keep him safe, and realize they have no phones, and they they want to call the ambulance and all that stuff. So they all, <laughs> all of them but one, leave. To go get help, and this one kid who um, stays with 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 the uh, the little boy, mm-hmm. and uh, and then <laughs> and then Ed Harley comes back and realizes what has happened, and picks up his son.
1: He doesn't even run over there; he walks to the last meter or so, then does a slight
2: job. Uh, that that doesn't bother me because I think he's kind of processing in his head what's happened, you know.
1: I don't care if that's your kid. Like, even if your kid wasn't in the shop, you'd run out yeah, trying true. to find him.
2: Yeah, that's true. Okay, you go, I guess you got to. point And then especially
1: there. if you've seen a guy sitting there with your kid on the ground.
2: Yeah, you'd, true.
1: You'd bolt.
2: Yeah, okay. All right, fair enough. Um, but Ed Harley picks up his kid <laughs> and uh, and and this other motorbike adult was there saying... We, it was an accident, it was an accident, and Ed Harley turns around and gives him the biggest death stare I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> okay, but fine. He,
1: he doesn't even, like, ask what happened.
2: Yeah. He
1: doesn't even check his kid over, just rolls him over and picks him up.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and then just puts him in his pickup truck and... Takes off. Takes him home, to his home, not the hospital, His home to where he then gets him home and tries to clean him up a bit and there the boy dies in his father's arms. And this is the part that bothers me because this part here, me being a father of a young little boy, should should bust me open in tears. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't because then it turns into a, a very comedic uh, feel, especially with the score playing in the in the background because what his father does is he's put his dead his dead kid back in the pickup truck and then he goes back to work he goes back to deliver what he's delivering to his customer
1: but going back a bit when the kid dies in his arms he doesn't even scream doesn't even like burst out crying he kind of just does this look and then that's it
2: yeah yeah, yeah, that's right. There's no emotion. Like, it's it's like this kid has had cancer for 10 years and he's been expecting this kid to die for the last 10 years and he's finally accepted that he's dead. There is no emotion at all in this scene. It should have me in tears. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. It's like, oh. Oh, is that it? Take the scene from Train to Busan, for example. The last scene of that movie. That scene is perfect Mm -hmm. Because it hits you in the fucking feels like a sledgehammer. Uh This movie, Pumpkinhead, does the complete opposite. It sets up for that sledgehammer to go down, but that sledgehammer does not hit at all.
1: No, a a big miss. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they didn't even try, or none of them have lost anybody or seen scenes to know what Mm -hmm. to do.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, yes. So he puts his dead kid in the pickup truck and goes back to delivering stuff to his customer. Which, okay, I understand he does that to find information about this old witch who's a myth or... or, or He doesn't exactly know if she's real, but he's doing that so he can kind of bring his son back to life. Because um, that's Uh, a good... I
1: think he's going for revenge.
2: No, 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 no. He went to uh, try and bring it back to life because the witch says there's nothing I can do but I can get you revenge
1: mm, I think he knew exactly because well, he seen it when he was younger
2: yeah I think he saw that but he must have thought maybe the witch can bring the kid back to life because the witch says I, I can't do anything I can't bring him back to life but yeah, I can I get th- you revenge
1: I think she expected that but I think he knew what he wanted
2: okay well that just pisses me off more you just, ex- I, was, I was all right with it because I'm like, okay, you're going to try and bring your son back to back to life, which is never a good idea, Pet Cemetery. Yes, but um, but he's at least he's trying. Sometimes dirt if he, if he's he's, is better. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but um, look, you did it better than the remake. But um, if he's going there just to get revenge, like that pisses me off more. Like you just accept that your son's dead and that's it. Okay, cool. You know, you know when when. If I was a father and my son died, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed a tear or anything like that. I'm just going to accept it and be angry, you know? Like, give me something more. Give me, give me, like, um... Depth? Yeah, what's the word? Uh, Grievance. Yeah. Give me that before you seek revenge. You know this father—they they set up the relationship between the father and son so perfectly that they—they're they're really into each other. They have the perfect, strongest bond.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: when the kid dies, oh well, I make another one. <laughs> you know, it's like fucking nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, look, that was the the part that annoyed me most in this film. Mm-hmm. Um. so there's that yes <laughs> I, I, I read a lot of reviews that, that say that that scene was set up perfectly I'm like how? what movie did you watch? it uh, doesn't make sense to me
1: I guess it was set up perfectly but did not deliver
2: no it didn't it just uh, went over way too fast it didn't it, yeah, show anything
1: it, it had the means to be perfect you know if it was executed properly.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've, I, you're meant to feel for this father, but I didn't at all. I I'd didn't.
1: I did a bit because he was left alone now. That, that's it.
2: Uh, yeah, okay. He's, his wife died and all that stuff, but...
1: You don't even know that. Yeah. Until he's standing over a grave. Yeah,
2: that's it. That's it. Like, a bit more character development, please. Yes. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> the rest of the movie. I remembered this movie to have a bit more gore into it. It doesn't have heaps. No. And there is no sex in this movie. This isn't your 80s slasher film, Friday the 13th, where you get boobs and ass. This has none of that. These, ca- and this is something I kind of liked, these kid characters, they they're not just stupid teens who are out trying to fuck, you know? They're out, yeah, they're trying to have a good time riding motorbikes, but they know what's right, well most of them do, they know what's right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And the one character, okay, going. I'm swapping all over the place, but it's just come to me. There, we have the one character that killed the kid, who, who, who said, "I'm not going back to jail." Who then um, abducts his friends and 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 uh, puts them in a in a closet
1: because they come back to the cabin to try and find or get the phone yep. to call for help for the little boy, and he disconnects the phone.
2: Yes, that's right.
1: And then holds a gun to them, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, yeah. But the the start, like the whole first half of this movie, you hate this character. I and hate you, him
1: through the whole damn thing.
2: Yeah, but you want him to die in the most horrific way. Yes. And you were, you, you knew what was going to happen. You knew this character was going to die. And I was I couldn't remember how he died or anything like that. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to see that guy get it. He's going to get it good. Pumpkinhead's going to get him good. He's going to get got. But then his character has a massive turn of heart, change of heart, and instead of being the bad guy, he just, (laughs) in one instant, he says to his girlfriend, I've always been a bad guy in my life, it's time for a change. And there is where he decides to turn good, and proceeds to get killed in the most unimpressive way.
1: Gets a gun stabbed through him.
2: Yeah, like, uh, I wanted something more. I wanted more of a payoff to the end of this character. I hated him.
1: I was hoping to see him get slowly ripped in half.
2: Yeah, something brutal like that. Like, mm. And his death was so quick and phased over. It's like, really? You had all this build up, and that's what you deliver.
1: But I don't get it either. When <clears throat> the dad's so angry and he wants to get revenge on these city kids that killed his boy. Yeah. The... He starts to regret it and wants to kill Pumpkinhead to stop.
2: I think he just has a change of heart. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Why? I don't know. If someone killed my son. I don't care if they come fucking begging to my knees. Fuck you. You killed my son. I don't care if it was an accident. You're going to die from Pumpkinhead.
1: Yeah, and he's all I have um, left.
2: But the thing is, the thing is about this movie, and this movie gets a little confusing at the end, and we'll go into a little bit more, but Ed Harley... Summon's Pumpkinhead to kill these kids, but when Pumpkinhead kills these kids, Ed Harley can feel the kids' pain. Yes. So I think that's what made of maybe changed his mind. Maybe it wasn't because he felt bad for these kids, maybe he wanted the pain to stop for himself. You know? Which is a bit uh, a bit of a better story.
1: No, I didn't get that vibe.
2: You didn't? You thought thought he was feeling bad for these kids and he wanted them to stop? Because
1: he tried to protect them at the end.
2: True, true. I get you. I get you. Yeah, I think it's just he... Yeah, he felt bad for these kids and he wanted to... He he realised he'd done the wrong thing. Which, yeah, yeah, once again... Eh. Fuck these kids.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know, right?
2: Even though it was an accident, yeah. Mm -hmm. Question. Why every time we see Pumpkinhead... Does it sound like cicadas or a swarm of locusts, the sound uh, of swarm of locusts or cicadas are coming from him?
1: Maybe... uh, Because he teleports, maybe? I don't know. He's
2: not Jason. (laughs) Um, Well,
1: they run all over and he seems to find them. Yeah. Maybe it's just a warning that he's coming for you.
2: Yeah, true. Like Uh, a plague. Yeah, Maybe, maybe we'll go with that. Let's talk about the look of Pumpkinhead.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I want to get into that. Uh, what did you think? I liked it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did too. I was I was a lot more impressed this time than uh, than I remember. He. I
1: like that his eyes were white.
2: Yeah. Oh, he's a he's a demon for sure. He um he has a very cool look to him. Um, Stan Winston did really good with the with the with the look of pumpkin head it's
1: big fingers and yeah xenomorph look
2: yeah but (laughs) it's not just a look of Pumpkinhead. it's the it's the robotronics and all that stuff he he moves it felt like an actual creature it didn't feel like a robot you know Mm. like the way he moved the way he stood the way he snarled and things like that he looks and and moves unreal Yep. And I love that about this movie. And there are shots in this movie that show him really well. There are other shots that kind of he lurks in the darkness. And you don't get the best look at him.
0: Yeah,
2: But there was enough in this movie to show what he looked like from head to toe. And um, I appreciate that. Because mm-hmm. there's so many monster movies out there where they don't show what the monster looks like in light. And you can barely make out what he looks like. And I hate that.
1: It's kind of a waste.
2: It is. Like, why make a fawn puppet if you're hardly going to show him?
1: Yeah.
2: You know? Um, Alright, let's get to the end of this movie with what happens.
1: Okay. Because it
2: does get confusing, and you and me were kind of scratching our heads like, what?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> what happens? So, at the end of the movie, you see Pumpkinhead's face slowly turn into um, the lookalike of Lance Hendrickson, aka Ed Harley. Yep. And, um, and, and, and
1: Lance starts looking like a demon, I guess. Yes. He's changing too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And me and Joe, like, I don't remember this movie. I've never seen the sequels. And Joe, this is her first time. We were kind of scratching our heads like, what is happening? We don't really know the story of Pumpkinhead that much. But I've... I've, I've Searched the the bowels of the internet to kind of answer the questions that I had, and this is what I stumbled upon. And this kind of makes more sense when I read it. Yep. Pumpkinhead can seemingly only be invoked by those who are truly pressed to take revenge. At the cost of a small amount of money delivered to the witch who is able to awaken him. <laughs> awaken, not wakened. <laughs> Part of the reason for Pumpkinhead's name, this is going into a bit of a mythos, um, is the fact that he's kept buried in a large mound in a pumpkin patch. Pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin head usually must be unearthed either by the witch or the summoner, and at that point needs a bit of blood from the summoner, and uh, magic words from the witch to awaken. From that point, the demon carries out whatever task he was invo- invoked for. As this task goes on, the summoner takes on more pumpkin head-like qualities, and the demon likewise, as well as feels the agony. Pumpkinhead's victims feel as they die. None of the films have shown what happens when Pumpkinhead fully completes his task, as the film Summoners have all died before the revenge is complete. So that's a bit of a spoiler for the rest of the series, sorry. Only the willing death of the Summoner will stop the demon in this case, causing the Pumpkinhead to die, and the Summoner to become a new demon, having his slash her soul stuck in limbo, um, if the Summoner is killed by someone else, the Pumpkinhead will can, will come after remaining victims the next time it is summoned.
1: Ooh. <laughs>
2: so that's pretty cool. The Pumpkinhead can be brought forth by multiple Summoners. In such cases, the Pumpkinhead will be stronger and larger unless some of the multiple Summoners are killed. In which case, <laughs> it will shrink. Until one of... Yes?
1: So wait, you said if someone else kills the Summoner? Uh-huh. When he gets summoned again, he's going to come back for... For the, the people. Yes. So he's going to come back for that girl. S- in the sequel.
2: No, because... The summoner killed himself in this movie. No,
1: he didn't.
2: Yes, he did. He shot himself in the head.
1: He was still alive.
2: Oh, that's she right. Shot you are, you she shot him. She shot him dead. You are correct. Alright, well that's, I guess, what the uh, sequel is. Hmm. So there you go. I'm guessing that's exactly why it's saying that, because that must be what the sequel is. So that poor girl... <laughs>
1: And the guy survived, too. Pumpkinhead didn't finish him.
2: That's true, yeah. Um, uh, b- 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 that
1: explains, too, that um, the summoner takes on the demon. Because when he was getting put back in the pumpkin patch, yep. it was a shrunken um, Ed Har- Harley.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so that kind of answers our question as to why did Ed Harley turn into the shriveled pumpkinhead thing? Yeah. Do you get it now?
1: <laughs> so he'll come back as Pumpkinhead.
2: Yeah, yeah. Crazy. It is crazy. It's fun. It's, it's a it's a very uh, it's a very in depth um, story. Mm-hmm. But it's a story that I'm kind of interested in checking out the sequels to. Yeah. You know, I've heard part two is not very good at all. But I'm I, I'm really interested in the character of Pumpkinhead.
1: I'm kind of interested to see what he looks like now since he's Ed Harley.
2: I think he looked the same. You reckon? Yeah, because he takes the form of Pumpkinhead, what Pumpkinhead looks like. So. Okay. So, yeah.
1: Well, I have to say, in this um, movie, my favorite actor was the witch.
2: Yes. She did really well. And the makeup effects on the witch make her look like a real witch. Mm-hmm. She looks like a real witch. Yeah. And I, I love that.
1: Yeah. I love the way she spoke to yeah. Ed Harley.
2: <laughs> yeah it was cool she sounds good
1: mm. uh all right
2: do you have anything more to say about the movie pumpkinhead
1: um no not really I think we've covered so do pretty I pretty much most so of it. do I. I I
2: I kind of wanted to try and watch the sequels before we did this episode I just did not have a chance to I have some of them owned uh, I don't have part two which is one of the reasons why I didn't get the chance to watch it mm-hmm. so I don't want to watch part four and not know what happened in part two you yeah. know but uh, one of these days I'm going to sit down and watch all the sequels to Pumpkinhead and uh, I'll get a better understanding on this character and franchise
1: do they get stupid
2: I don't know I don't yeah, know I've heard, he- anything on that I've heard part two stupid so I guess so okay <laughs> but right but we'll see we'll see anyway alright let's give our last final thoughts and rating okay you can go first this time
1: Um, I'm going to come in with a six and a half.
2: Okay. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yeah. They could have done a lot more with like the acting and the, the grievance and depth in the acting. Yeah. Um, that's what let it down a lot for me. Yeah. But the witch and pumpkin head brought it
2: up. Cool. I'm coming in very close to you. I'm coming in at a seven out of 10 with this movie. I took a whole two points off that whole son-father death scene mm-hmm. because it really took me out of the movie and I, it came unbelievable at that point. So I took a whole two points off for that part. Another two, another one point just because the acting and... Um, and that guy I
1: just wanted to see die. Yeah,
2: I, I wish... I, okay. I wanted more of a brutal death to him.
1: Like the one his brother got?
2: Yeah, yeah, true. Um, you know... Would you like to see a remake of Pumpkinhead?
1: I would cuz I think they can do so much more gore.
2: But do you think And a
1: better death scene.
2: Yeah, but do you think they bring Pumpkinhead as a as a CGI character?
1: Oh yeah, probably. If they kept see it that? practical effects. Then I mean yes. like
2: why would you even think of CGI Pumpkinhead? Like unless
1: they're going to try and do Stan Winston proud and Maybe continue.
2: Maybe, but effects. I don't. I don't know if this ever will get a remake. I mean,
1: who knows? I, never say never. Yeah,
2: it's. It, I'd like to see a remake of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think
1: they could do so much more.
2: They could, they could, but in saying that, Pet cemetery from this year, I expected a lot more. Mm-hmm. Didn't go the way I wanted, so maybe a remake wouldn't be the best idea for this.
1: But then you kind of had child's play too.
2: Yeah, but that was a completely different story. So, and I don't really see them um, changing the story on Pumpkinhead. But hey, I've been wrong before. I thought Jaws was going to win this week, but whatever.
1: (laughs) Still on that?
2: Yes, I'll never forget it. Anyway, guys, that is it for Horror for Dummies this week. Uh, We hope you enjoyed what we've given you. Um... If you like our stuff, please check us out on the Facebook page. That's where we are most active. Horror for Dummies, uh, search it up on Facebook or just go to horrorfordummies.com. Julie Start, the Instagram is.
1: Horror for Dummies Podcast at Instagram.
2: It is indeed. And uh, if you want to get us, on to us, um, we did have an email. I, I never really check it anymore. Um, That's well, the, not very good. No. I, don't, I haven't said anything about it for so long that I don't think people would remember what it even is. So I'm not going to say it now. Uh, but if you do want to get in contact with us, please do. Um, Just
1: DM us on Facebook or Instagram.
2: Yeah, you know? what's DM mean?
1: Direct message.
2: There we are, talking about technology again. The dumb Australian people.
1: <laughs> hey, I knew what it is. Don't put me in that category. Dumb
2: Australians. Um, Australian. I'm not an alien. Um... <laughs> But yeah, let us know what you think about this episode or this podcast in general. If you think we suck, let us know. I, I Honestly, it would be curious. It would give me uh, a more in-depth look at this show and um, and might even improve, help me improve it. So,
1: yeah. Or you could hurt our feelings and we just quit.
2: No, I would never quit. <laughs> I will never quit. Na- maybe after episode 100. We're getting to 100. I'm not quitting until we get to 100.
1: That's in. 11 more to go.
2: Yep, that's right. Yeah, Actually, no, 10 more.
1: This is 89. Yeah. Oh, okay, right.
2: That's yes. right. Okay. <laughs> All right, so guys, we have been Horror for Dummies next week. We are kicking it off in 1986. We are going to indulge in the world of the Critters. Ooh. We're going to look at the movie Critters from 1986 and we're going to look at the whole franchise because me and Joe have actually sat down and watched the whole franchise and uh, right after I press stop on this recording we're going to sit down and watch the newest Critters film, Critters Attack and we'll um, <laughs> we'll give you our thoughts on, on that movie. I mean, it, it's a 3.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Oh, really? So you really want to watch it? The new one? Yep. I told you it's a piece of shit. You said you want to watch it over the new Godzilla movie. This is your thing.
1: Yeah, I'm sticking to it. Let's do it.
2: All right, fine, fine. Fine, if that's what you want. So Critters from 1986, we're going to cover the shit out of that because this is a childhood classic for me.
1: It is. I love me some Critters. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. So we'll see you on episode 90 with Critters. Until then, enjoy some boondocks, and we love you. Long time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Five dollars, sucky, chucky. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, all right,
1: let's go. Goodbye.
0: Yep you not even envisioning the darkest cataclysms of your fucking mind as it throws you into aneurysms. It's got your blood clotting in your fucking veins rotting. The very sound of my name has got your grave plotting. Cause I was born into this world upon a mission and a voodoo ritual. Got my fucking ass up and kicking. And high stepping about to turn this bitch red. Coming up out the ground just like return of the living dead. I'm beating for your brains and I'm sick as the fever. Try to fuck with a monster, better leave it to be Cause I'm coming for your life, you been marked by the beast I'm gonna eat your fucking soul so be prepared to be deceased Pieces. Skin falling off the bone and maggots stuck in the creases Got me feeling pissed off and on some whole other level Now I'm summoned from hell to do the work of the devil The crucifix in my pocket from another place in time I was found but now I'm lost I can see but now I'm blind Blinded to the fact I'll never walk inside the light. Now I wait inside the darkness till I'm caught out by the night. I'm a fucking nursery rhyme on the school playground, jumping rope, throwing rocks, little kids play round, screaming out my name, pray not to wake up dead. Put a cross on your front door to keep away the pumpkin <laughs> head. Close your eyes, turn around. <laughs> a drop of blood on the ground. <laughs> turning back, now it's done. Every day I am evil, I, I am pain, I am the pumpkin <laughs> on the, ground. on the back, now it's done. I, am evil. I, am pain. I am the head. Drop my heart and hope to die Please stick a needle in my eye To keep me blinded to the side When pumpkin head appears here tonight I'm a blood on the ground I'm a on the turning past now it's done yeah, I see is